Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Before we begin with everything, a big thank you to our newest patrons over at Patreon. Thank you to Amos Fioshi and also to Christopher Santicos. We greatly, greatly appreciate your support and the support of all of our other wonderful patrons who make this and everything we do over at the website possible thank you thank you thank you um okay andy so we talked about what we can discuss today um the only thing that came to my mind was the uh, roma's league draw we can get into that and then i i also forgot about this gem of a tweet did you see um one particular uk media outlet they tweeted about Mourinho's first <laughs> first record <laughs> exhibition yeah. first friendly uh, with roma yeah. and Now, granted, they they left out the subtleties of who this particular opponent was, but they were talking, you know, it was basically a a tweet hinting at, whoa, new Mourinho, Roma, they win their first friendly 10 to 0. I I will admit I only watched about 15 minutes of that friendly because I, I don't really draw too many broad conclusions when... Roma are facing these opponents that basically are not in a letter of the alphabet league so you know like double x league or something i I don't really draw too much from it i don't know how many (laughs) conclusions you can draw from a 10 to 0 drubbing of him a city uh wwf side okay i don't take much from it now today they actually do have a are we going to call ternana a worthy opponent how how can we describe them semi uh, worthy What's a good adjective for them? Um, yeah, well, they're they're uh, they're there. They're they play football. They are in the Lega Pro. They're so they make money out of football. That's right. <laughs> at they, least that's, they are just there to know. exist. They don't really serve much other purpose. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. You know, they're not gardeners like the Montecatini because that's <laughs> you know they they. I mean, I think imagine being the 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 people working and playing at Montecatini seeing their team's logo on ESPN along with the name of Mourinho i mean that's you know that's the thrill the of a lifetime of yeah. exactly so now this time it's lega pro so these guys already make a a, a paycheck out of out of right. uh, out of football so there's that right and they're from terni and if we're talking about just places that really don't offer much at all of like italian when we think of the country we think of beauty and all of these landmarks terni is like many of the other places uh, kind of surrounding roma in my opinion they they just they're just there they're they're like 
they're like wallpaper. They just they're just they there happen. To yeah, they happen to be in the background. Yes. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Um, and also on a side note, Joe Tacopina. I don't know if you saw that. Did you see? So the deal that he was again, again, yes, once again. So he was guy. he was about to buy Catania, and then that fell no. through, and he is now going to buy Spal. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, at least half a dozen tweets if he is to come on here again that I need to erase uh, because anybody who doesn't know where Spal is, it's in Ferrara. Yeah. Which I. Emilia Romagna. Yep. Yeah, right. So there were a couple of things that I tweeted to use to describe this particular region of Italy and it wasn't glowing. So if I had. So if, if he is to come on here again, remind me to delete those because I. I the the prospect of going, I have to tell you, just mentally, okay. If I, you know, I have Spal and Catania, who of course were like a league or two below Spal, yeah, like in front of me. With all things being equal, I look at the location and I go, oh my word, the prospect of going from <laughs> from Catania to Ferrara is just not oh, very tight. I just. I can't. Now, I know th- this is where you're going to hit back at me because I know this is a, a region <laughs> that you you visit quite often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's. But listen, from for an Italian American, I'm pretty sure that you will feel more at home in Emilia Romagna where c- you can say, oh, I want some bologna. And they right. actually know what you mean because right. they're going to bring you some mortadella. Right. Or you want some lasagna because that's where lasagna come from. So exactly. I'm, I'm not so sure that it, it, uh, Joe Tacopina would fit in Catania because there he can't go out and say, oh, I want some, you know, a, a, a bologna sandwich because um, they'll He's just... Getting- They'll just chop off his his feet and and put him in in in, in at the bottom of the sea. So um, that's not gonna happen at Ferrara, you know. It's true. Uh, I joke though. I mean, Ferrara, it, it's not that bad. I listen. When you're born, uh, Vicenza, where you experience all four seasons, and the most exciting thing to do is go outside of the region. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. I move to um, I, I then I start splitting my time, move with my family as a teenager to to to, to Ohio, which basically is the Vicenza <laughs> equivalent of oh, yeah. the United <laughs> States of America, and going back and forth in between them. You know, no, mo- most people they don't understand this. Like they, they, they'll visit Italy for a holiday, they'll go there for like the nice weather. Yeah, um, I do feel stupid when people ask me like, why 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 are you going to Vicenza? A and B, oh, yeah. why, why are you going to this uh, small one-bedroom flat that you still own um, with family that you do nothing but complain about on here? And right. that's a great question. And um, it reminds I- me, listen, it reminds me of a friend of mine who had the luck of studying fashion. And guess where they sent her on Erasmus? Out of all the places in Italy that she could go and study fashion, Milan, Rome, Florence. Florence, right. right. They put her... In Foggia. Now, for the people that don't know, Foggia oh, is a terrible place with, I think, with the highest uh, rate of violence in Italy. It's uh, it's the most gray, depressing uh, place you could ever very hot find yourself hot. in. Very, very hot. Very hot. Um, and it's and that's where she studied fashion as an oh. Erasmus student. So I have so many jokes, but people will take them the wrong way who aren't Italian. So I'll just I'll keep them 
to myself because there, there's some good stick that we can draw <laughs> from that. Um, we have taken eight minutes out of this podcast so far, basically ra- uh, two Italians railing against the country that yes. they love. So, I, uh, yeah, you got to be able to have some self-depreciating humor at times from the places that you cherish most. But anyway, did you see did you see uh, who Lazio encountered in their first fl- friendly? I was going to ask if you saw uh, Hisai, the song that he sang. I saw, I saw, saw I saw, I saw, yes, I saw Hisai sing the partisan song and get harassed by Lazio fascists. But I'm not sure that you know who they played against. Now, this is a good one because Roma have a history of of playing really funny teams in preseason. Most notably, the team of um, of uh, of you know of of farmers in uh, in Tyrol in the Tyrol uh, region um remember when when Monchi it was Monchi's first year and he even played in goal for like a, a half of a friendly um you know jokingly and uh but this time Lazio outdid themselves they went into this region in the Alps and um and they played against listen a team of radio of local radio personalities they so they went and they gathered all the radio personalities in I don't know a fifty mile radius and got them. They, these guys meet up once in a while to play football, you know, just to as a hobby. And they put them together and they put them <laughs> against Maurizio Sarri's Lazio. Now, you know, I'm I'm I know Montecatini was shit, but. To play against, I mean, imagine Roma playing against the Etere Romano. I mean, imagine uh, Filippo Biafora going up against. I was just about to say, can we have Gallo on yeah. goal? The Gallo, uh, uh, il Gallo listen, playing uh, a backline of Austini Biafora. It, it would be incredible going up against the likes of Jeco uh, and Carles Perez. Um, uh, listen, uh, put me a regista. We can have you on the wing, um, okay, dishing assists into Pinzi or something. I don't know. Okay, Who's, I, I I think you and I and uh, Filippo are like the only people that's of fine. that group over the height of one hundred and seventy centimeters. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, listen, we have. I think that would be that would get a lot of views. Uh, mm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that we can look into that. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I just want Gallo and goal. That's that's all I want. That's all I've ever wanted. Um, okay, well, this has gone so off the rails. We really haven't gotten into anything yet. <laughs> thank you if you are still listening. Yeah, I, I, if you're I can't still with us, thank thanks. you enough uh, if, you're, if you're still here with us at the very moment. So how long ago was it? Less than a week, five days ago. Like I said, yeah, they hold the... Right. Listen, I hate I I I I make fun of you way for this where they, uh, they 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 milk every possible moment out of these draws and they turn it into a big spectacle. Something that should really take eh, 20 to 30 minutes ends up taking uh, an hour, 2 hours. You know, it's one of the things I despise most about UEFA, okay? Serie A, they do it again. Um this time, though, for this upcoming season, the thing I love, and I am curious to hear your opinion on it before we go into the breakdown of the calendar. So the Gerone Dandata, the first round of the season, um, it goes in a particular order, but the return legs, they go in a different order. So it's not a pattern. The team you play match day one is not the team that you play match day 20. I don't know about you. I like that. 
I really, yeah. really do. I, I yeah. like something different. I think this adds a bit, a bit of a different flavor to the ch- or the championship to the to the season. Mm-hmm. I think it adds a bit more intrigue because let's be honest. Um, depending on how easy or particular stretches a certain club has, yeah. If that ends up being how the run looks in April and May, and they have a much easier uh, run of run of matches, you think to yourself, "Oh, well, either it's fixed, they're going to win. It's already, yep. it's yep, already yep. concluded." I, I really like this. I for for once, or, or not for once, but one of the few times we can say that, "Wow, City uh sort of out in front of things and being proactive and making a progressive change." I I can do nothing but applaud them here. I have to tell you, and it's not too often we can come on here and say this. Yeah, it's true because um, a lot of times you, you you know you you have that good stretch or you have that terrible stretch, and the thought of having to redo that exact stretch in three months time, four months time is is really scary and 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 at times can be deflating or you know it, it or it becomes just predictable, you know. Oh, this team is gonna go on a run and crush those teams because they just did that. So right. uh, now, now, now you know you you have this element of surprise. Um, you you have, you know, it, it, it's sort of everybody everybody's in the same position. Nobody has something that is fixed, something that they can they know they can rely on. Not like oh, you know, we're gonna have a a, a rough stretch here, but. In in a month's time, we'll we'll face the same teams again, and 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 that's that that was definitely a good decision. It was the way they presented it, obviously, as questionable, but still, it's it's fun. It's fun. Um, I just have to tell you that is there a more fitting Italian welcoming for Mourinho than right. to play Salernitana on his second match day away? Like is the is there anything more Italian than that to go up against Lotito's uh, B team on the second that, match day if at we could their go stadium? Into what the Lega did in response to him owning two clubs? <laughs> um, I'm still very angry and bitter about it. I have to be oh, yeah. perfectly honest about that. For is there any way we can make that like a very brief summary? Basically, you cannot own one one individual cannot own. Two clubs of the same, or in City I don't know how it is in other countries, but I, I assume there's a similar rule. So the City A, once it was learned that Salernitana was going to be promoted, they told Lotito, okay, well, you have to choose you have to sell Lazio or Salernitana. And he, I mean, what's a good way to like uh, explain what he did? He basically prolonged things until the very last. And then he said, the very, oh. yeah, yep. Yep. And then at the very end, what he did was, what, what I, I'm trying to think of, like what I guess you call it like a, a blind trust almost, where he yeah still he came up with a trust fund, yeah, yeah. So they what they did was instead of forcing Lotito to sell Salernitana, what he did was he put it in a trust, so he still technically owns the club and is president of the club, but he's not. 
and I say this in air quotes, of course, involved with the, the, the direct decision-making or the right. direct uh, uh, everyday activities, which, of course, we all can roll our eyes at. I mean, and, also, and also, uh, the very important part, the man, the, the man who manages this trust fund is uh, somebody that Lotito was pushing for candidacy for, for, the, for, the, um, for the president of the Serie A. Uh, a few years ago, I believe in 2017. So Correct. there is that. So it's it's again, it's very it's very Alitaliana, you know. Yes. It, it's so, and and they even said it. I think Gravina said it after the trust fund was, uh, you know, was was um, approved. Yeah, yeah. They they Gravina said, oh, by next next year he'll have to do something about right, it. Right, right. They gave Come him on. they they gave him like four different deadlines for something that everybody knew. As soon as Salernitana was up for grabs for the Serie A, everybody knew that has something has to do. Has, you know, something needs to be done about it. Um, and the only person that seems to to be out of you know, not knowing that was was the man who owned Salernitana because he played it off until the very, very last second. And he bullied them. And it's almost as if he knew what the conclusion would be before uh, even going into this battle with, yep. with the Lega. And it just goes to show you, for every, for every good decision they make, you can find two or three bad ones that just makes mm -hmm. you stunned that this is a professional top flight organization it's 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 a joke and, and, and honestly i know the conclusion will be oh it's a roma it's a roma podcast this is, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. bitter. I mean, yeah. come on man i mean this could have been inter milan whoever it was it's still a joke that this was ever allowed i mean the the fact that ridiculous it's absurd that that we're even having to debate whether or not somebody should be able to own two clubs in the same league and, you know, do I even have to tell people what's going to happen when Lazio comes up against them? I mean, I can tell you what's going to happen in the newspapers. I can already, I can already tell you what the, the front pages are going to say. And, you know, let's be honest here. I, I think Salernitana, right now at least, they haven't really reinforced. I, I, don't, I don't want to say it's a conclusion that they will make the drop, but they're certainly a candidate. But when Lazio... Get those six points this season against them. I can, mm -hmm. I, I can already envision what is going to be written and said and spoken about with this. And you know what? Even true or not true, it doesn't matter. The city out they brought this on themselves, honestly, and they they deserve all of the questions. They deserve all of the criticism in regards to it because you know what? You let this guy bully you. You did. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I mean, this guy. You know. Uh... Listen, Lotito is has been here through thick and thin. He's yes. he's seen everything. He's done everything. Calciopoli, this that. Uh, this guy basically giving him a friendly, uh, giving him some cash yeah, to this, allow but, him to listen. You you can you know you go on YouTube. You can listen to his uh, telephone conversations in the years when 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 Lazio will do doing all kinds of illegal shit behind the scenes and uh but this guy's a big time pimp you know he's right, he's up right. there and and he and he knows he can do whatever he wants and it's not a matter of, of being a roma podcast there is i think seria has a problem of 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 club owners that think they're you know that they're mighty that they're right. powerful Immune you know all sort of stuff yeah yeah 
There is, and there, are, th- th- everybody knows them because they every time the Serie A uh, reconvenes and the clubs reconvene, how come? How you know what, what's the what's the thing with with guys like Preziosi, uh, guys like Ferrero, guys like Lotito? These are guys that are there because they know that they can do whatever they want. You think Cairo doesn't do shit? Preziosi, how how do these guys stay up in the Serie A when their clubs are consistently terrible? Well, when these guys are based, I mean, half of them should be in an, in a jail somewhere. Yeah, Loti, Lotito was, I mean, was doing all kinds of oh. preziosi as well with with this company and and Lotito in the seventies and eighties. Um, go ahead, you know, Google the, the the stuff that he did and and the headlines that he made when he was younger. Um, it will really make make you wonder how the hell does he. Is he able? And he's and these guys are not. You know, they, they have a voice. And they, if you look at the the positions that they occupy within the Lega, it's oh, pretty it's scary. Insane. Like these, yes. like these guys run stuff. So it's it's not it's not too far fetched that it's like a mob because it is an organization. And it, it's um I know that people will listen to this and be like, what the hell is he talking about? But trust me, the, these guys have been there no matter what. Their teams consistently stay up. Even when they don't deserve it, they manage a way to survive. And that's how it goes. And that's also why uh, Serie A will never reduce its number of teams, which means that for the foreseeable future, we'll have to continue watching as, as, as teams like Torino uh, can, can, can continue to be consistently shitty without having any, you know, conse- meeting any consequences. And that's the, that's well, the thing yeah, about I it. I mean, Gravina, he introduced that. Uh, uh, moving the city out to 18 teams by I think it's 2023 uh, listen I'm not going to hold my breath at that ever right <laughs> and I don't suggest anybody else do that either because once you have the usual suspects voicing their opposition to this because they're going to lose money because of less matches uh, you'll see this will in my opinion at least that's my that's my guess right now uh, that movement uh, for 18 clubs will will dissipate rather quickly right what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so they have the, the draw. Again, the first or the Girona Dandata, the first round of the season is not going to be replicated in the second half. And I have to tell you, A, as I already said, I, I do like that you do have some randomization in the second half of the season. I also like it from a supporter perspective, meaning um, 
if if you want to go to a particular match uh, against a certain team, uh, you know, if it's going to be if if you played them match day one or two, it's not guaranteed that you have to visit on you know a January and freeze your ass off for an entire match. So I was pleased to True. see that. Yep. So for the first half, uh, the opening round. Okay. So here is my general point of view from this. Okay. I know that many will disagree with this, but I like particularly when you have a new manager, new players, it's sort of a, a, a new, uh, you're going through a new cycle. I am a huge supporter of getting the easiest calendar as early as possible. I don't care if that means you have to face the big clubs in succession in the middle of the season, back to back. I believe that the quickest way for a team to get on the road to success is to win as many matches as early as possible. Now, I know that sounds like one of those things where it's like, I think we have to score more goals to win. Duh. (laughs) But my belief is I don't see much of an issue because I I, I assume most people, they like a balanced calendar. Okay. Uh, Okay. Maybe we'll face one big club. uh, We'll face a big club once a month or something, you know, Um, spread it out as much as possible. I don't like that. I like, facing as many teams that you can win against as early as possible. And I thought, at least for Roma's uh, opening round of the season, that's why I was thrilled, man. I was ecstatic. So Roma Mm -hmm. begin the season. So here is their first seven match days. Home against Fiorentina, away to Salernitana, home to Sassuolo, away to Verona, home to Udinese. I say away in air quotes to Lazio, but of course... Safe stadium, and then home to Empoli before Bef- they yeah, before Juve. before mm-hmm. two matches uh, away to Juve, home to Napoli, away to Cagliari, which is always difficult for Roma. So before you get to that stretch with with Juve, Napoli, Cagliari, I have to and tell Milan. you, I yep. was ecstatic. I was ecstatic. I was thrilled. I was uh, because I think, especially, and I feel like I always go back to this is the example, and it's lazy, but so what? I'm flawed. I'm lazy, I guess. 2013, when Roma started against Livorno uh, with with Garcia, his arrival, they had uh, basically a brand new team for all intents and purposes. I mean, that entire team was was uh, overhauled. You had Florenzi moving for the first time uh, into attack, becoming a wide player. I firmly believe that that somewhat favorable opening stretch, and now people will say, well, Inter was in there. Yeah, but Inter was in peak. Uh, that was, that was. That was Schelotto days. That was, right, that, that was, was really that, some. That was a meme, Inter. Mm-hmm. I am a firm believer that those first couple of matches sort of set the precedent. It gave them confidence in their new manager, and it allowed them. Uh, against an opponent that isn't at the level of Juve to find a level of comfort early. And I believe when you do that, that can help you going into the matches against the likes of a Juve, a Milan, so on and so forth. So I think you give yourself a better opportunity in those matches against the big clubs, even if they are in quick succession back to back to back by facing the smaller teams early on. Now, I don't know if you agree or not. I have no clue, but that's just my general belief. I think when you have a new manager, new players, you know what the best thing to do as quickly as possible is win and get as many points as possible and build confidence. Yeah. I think it's that yeah, simple. 
Yeah, I I I I I will have to agree with you because you want you want your new team or you know a team that uh, has to has to basically change its shape, the way they play, the the interpreters change. You need these kind of let's say soft matches to to get you in the in the in the rhythm to that then will eventually allow you to uh you know move up the table and 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 go up against the the bigger sides you you need right. that training you need you know it's it's kind of like the preseason you go from Montecatini to Ternana and then you eventually in two weeks time you'll be playing against Porto um that's that's the succession that, that you kind of want in 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 the in the campaign in the league campaign so listen Obviously, the thought of having to see Mourinho first visit the Bentegodi before making the, his official return to San Siro is um, is quite depressing. <laughs> uh, it is. It has to be, even for him. I mean, Jesus, like away to Verona takes place before the away to Juventus or 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 to San Siro. So it's like, oh my goodness. Um, anyway, that's 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 how it's gonna go, and I I do think that. Those first matches are key in establishing a rhythm, uh, establishing trust. Because if you go up against more difficult sides in the opening days, it's 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 easier to to you know to to make the team feel more insecure. Oh, this doesn't work. Then we'll we can't we can't move forward with this. And um, instead, in the in these matches that are supposedly easier, because we know that a lot of times they're not. But still, this. When you're a team that that wants to test the way the new way of playing, then uh, playing against the likes of Salernitana or, or even Verona, um, Sassuolo now without the Zerbi, um, that it's it's gonna it, it should be a good test for everybody, and it's it, it should instill the team enough confidence to then go um, up against the likes of Juve and, and Napoli, Milan in quick succession in. What I believe is the month of, let's see, October. Yeah, October. Right, so right. that gives you about roughly a month and a half of of time uh, to 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 get into the groove of things, and uh, that's that's exactly what you want. You'll have new players at your disposal. All points to, I think, and it, that applies to a lot of teams in, the, in this market, uh, uh, except for Milan, who are basically just um, buying the players they already had on loan. Um, you'll have a lot of the players that are going to come in. I, I believe they're going to come in a bit late. Maybe, you know, you, this this waiting game with Shaka with Arsenal, kind of is a sign that you'll just have to wait. And, and it's not up to you. It's up to the the, the, the other team. Um, that are sort of trying to to see how much cash they can make out of you, and 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 so a lot of I believe a lot of the players that are gonna come in are gonna come in a bit late, so maybe they they won't have enough time to gel properly in preseason. Um, hopefully they do, but I'm not sure. So you want them to to have these chances, to have these matches against Salernitana, to for the coach to 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 try a bit to to make some experiments, see what what needs to be fixed. And then have the whole thing hopefully ready to go for the big games. Yeah, exactly. And I have to tell you, uh, when you look at the return leg, I have uh, the exact opposite feeling. I don't feel nearly as confident. And then, uh, you know, I've been trying to prolong ever bringing this up. 
So Roma, they begin the uh, so after the winter break, Roma's second half of the season begins with away to Milan, home to Juve, home to Cagliari, away to Empoli, home to Genoa. Now that's not okay. Obviously, Milan, Juve, difficult. But then we have to factor something else in: the Conference League. No conference. Fuck. I thought you said it, it was a no go. I thought you said you you didn't discuss this here. I I didn't want to discuss it, but you know I look at that opening portion of the season, and then I think, oh, or I'm sorry, the opening portion of the second half of the season, and then I think, oh, that's not terrible. But oh wait, uh, after January, the conference league will be starting up. How exciting! Which Eastern European country will we be visiting? Um, how many layover flights will we have to uh, will will Roma have to do to even make it to the country? Because I still can't believe this is actually a thing. I I still have anybody at UEFA and believe and it. And if not, you think about it, how it how it came about, the last match day. <laughs> with a, with a goal to tie it to tie against Spezia, I mean, I, I just I, I still no, and obviously for, from UEFA's perspective, this is all about money and that's it. Okay, I still don't know anybody who asked for this to be a thing. Who like was there anybody watching the early stages of like? Listen, I don't know if anybody has ever been subjected to Europa League qualification stages. Oh yeah, the last yeah, time yeah, Roma yeah. was was Slava, right? Slava mm-hmm. Prague in 2011 with uh, Luis Enrique. Mm-hmm. Was there anybody sitting there on their couch watching this on the illegal stream that they had to use, thinking, "Wow, you know, I I really could yeah. use more of this. I want more yeah. of this. This is what I, this is what I want." Except instead of it being a qualification stage, I want it to be throughout an entire tournament. A tournament, yeah. Through from. From, from September until whatever the final is, May. That, no. that is what I can't wait. Oh, That's what God. I really, really want. I want teams that weren't good enough to qualify for Champions or Europa League that are sitting in like, uh, you know, for the place, big leagues, seventh like eighth, place. Yeah, right, yeah. seventh or eighth place. That's what I really want to see. Who was the best of seven to ten? Oh. What? How? Somebody explain to me how this became a thing. But that aside, because I could go on about this for forever. Yeah. Um, I just have to tell you, I mean, that has shithousery, uh, stupid injuries written be, yeah. all yeah, yeah. over it. I, I'm sorry, but that yeah. I, I can just see it now. Uh, Roma playing in like Latvia on a pouring Thursday evening. Uh, I, I, and basically, Spinazzola's injury gets replicated because a, a piece of earth on the pitch, uh, there, there was a five-foot-wide uh, gouge in the pitch that opened up during the match or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, mm-hmm. that is basically what I envision happening. Right, right. Or, you know, and then... I don't... I mean, the, when you said from September to May, I actually thought about it. Just uh, thought of following a competition of that level for that long. Um, and I know that Mourinho said in the, you know, in the press, in the opening press conference that he's gonna, you know, that's, that's an objective. Um, as soon as he does that, obviously he goes out there with a mission because he loves this stuff, you know, he, he, he loves it. And so 
he's up for it, obviously, but I, I can't I blame just, him either because technically it would be a European trophy of Roma. Yeah, it, it will be. Yeah, exactly. It would be. And then, and then, but obviously then you would have memes of it being next to the bonsai, which by the way was ruined. <laughs> so the bonsai is dead. Um, but it's, it's, it's true. And listen, if any of the dead weight remain, if, if any of those guys, Chorich, uh, Nzonzi, Pedro, Pastore. Pedro on, Pastore, to shine. Yeah, I will, I, I, I don't care, but Roma have to play them in those games. They have to, like the only, the, usually I would, I would totally love an approach that is like, we freeze you out for the truly important games in the league. And when it comes to playing on barbed wire in Transylvania on a Thursday night in November, you you go out there and play for the shirt. It it's kind of like yesterday. I don't know if you caught it, but Inter were playing against Lugano um, in this preseason friendly, and Simone Inzaghi fielded as a starter Dalbert, who officially signed already with Cagliari, but he just happened to be there. So he just used them to play in this game, and and Dalbert, who I I like literally two hours earlier, Dimatsu was reporting that he had signed with Cagliari, was still played as a starter against Lugano in this meaningless preseason friendly. That's exactly what I want Roma to do with the Conference League at some point, or at least in those opening stages, because I don't even want to imagine what the opening stages will be like to that to that competition. Oh, the group stage of that literally keeps me yeah. awake at night. Envisioning. <laughs> I mean, just envisioning the perspective, injuries, and I just, I still... Already, know. already the group stages for the Europa League are terrifying they when are. they come out. Half the time, you don't even know if, if, if that's an actual place that exists on a map or was, is that, you know, you don't know. But now it's, it's going to get even worse. So I'm just saying that I understand Mourinho's thirst for for and hunger for 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 trophies and competitions and i know that we have some patrons that are very excited about about the conference league but at least in those group stages like listen if we get to anywhere near a final then, then you have to go for then, it There's then go for it sure right. but that just listen because we've we've experimented with this and we come back to it every season. There is that talk. What do we do? Do we settle for this competition or that competition? I'm just, I'm just, I don't want to settle for a competition. I'm just saying the Europa, the, the, the Europa League group stages are not exciting and you kind of cruise through them on default. You don't even know how that happens, but oh, a draw here, a, a, a late minute win here and you get through. That's, it happens um, unless you're Inter and you play against Biersheva. Uh But, 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 but Conference League, we're talking about such a, a different dimension that I just can't even be bothered to to take it seriously, at least in those opening moments. Um, when, especially when you have a calendar like this one that Roma have, it, it's pretty accessible. It does have moments that are that will require the team to to, to play intensely um, because you'll have a, a number of, of of important matches away um, in, in in quick succession. So that's never easy. Uh, but 
that's why that's why the conference league at least at the start cannot be please please cannot be you know a a a, a first rate objective it cannot be please without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done no i couldn't agree more um that should definitely on the list of priorities not not be at the top uh, but I, I don't know. It's Mourinho. We will uh, we will see what he does. Uh, before we go, the market there's still only <laughs> there's still only one player having arrived. This thing with Jaka, it's it's prolonging much longer than I or anyone involved in the negotiation envisioned. Um, <laughs> they thought they could get it done before the Euro. To be quite honest with you. Coop Miners, that's still somebody that I know they've liked for a while. Um, was close to Atalanta. What, what, about, what about the ones that are looking to leave Roma? Because really, oh, I think it comes down well. to that. This move with Arsenal, it, 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 it definitely comes down to the likes of Clivert and Olsen. Well, it does. Um, Patrick Clivert, um, waiting on him to give a bit more clarity. But he, he hinted to some of us that... So they're talking about loan with with option to buy. Um, I was told an obligation will be in there. Uh, as we are, as we were talking just a moment ago, which is why I'm trying to draw this out. I am waiting to hear back from someone in Olson's uh, entourage. They told me two days ago it's still not done, even though uh, Sky Sport they were saying that that it's done for five million euros. They're they're saying it's not done yet, and it'll actually be for more than five million euros. Um, but Roma, they're trying to do. Um, they're trying to get an obligation to buy there. Listen, I, I know people are getting discouraged because this is taking too long. I don't know about you, Andy, but this is exactly what I expected. This isn't a surprise to me at all that things are taking forever. Oh, yeah. Everybody is in the same position with COVID and the difficult finances. This, To me, I, I, I don't think anybody should be surprised by this. this. I mean, this was always going to happen. Yeah, and it comes down to the usual stuff where one... Arsenal want a replacement, so they're not gonna, you know, they they have to secure somebody somebody first. They're after the underlit midfielder, so um, it should be that should be ready. And then they want more money. And and when it comes to the Premier League, you gotta give them the money. Uh, I, a lot of people think that in it's all the same everywhere, but in Italy, right? The the deals when, for example, Juve sign up for 40 million for Locatelli, they don't actually have to put all that money in Sassuolo's bank right away. It it, right. it, 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 it works differently. In, in Arsenal, in the Premier League, if you don't show up with the cash ready to go, they, they don't sign anything. So uh, Roma are, are, in order to up that offer, will most likely have to first get rid of Clivert and Olsen. Now, I don't know what's going on because, uh, you know, you hear so much stuff, but Olsen is looking at a potential sale, right? Not, not on loan, but a sale. That's at least what was rumored by, by Sky Sport is that um, while Clivert is, is looking at a loan with option or obligation, uh, Olsen 
is is looking at a sale to lead. Now that would give you what five five million, four or five million. Um, so it, if that if that is a difference maker, then then hopefully it will be. But it, it obviously this this will this was bound to drag out. I, I I'm surprised that people expected to get excited about it when the Euros were taking place because now uh, listen, Chaka is on is on holiday. Um, Roma are still playing against Ternana. I'm not sure Shaka um, even knows what Ternana is. He probably thinks that it's some kind of pasta, um, but that's th- that's the, that's the way it is. And and he and keeps liking it, every single Mourinho post on yeah, Instagram too. The guy I mean, is, yeah, he might as well be holding a sign that says "I want to come." <laughs> I I want to come even when when Swiss went through he was like oh I know what Roma means and I, I'm not I I can't really speak in Italian right now but hopefully soon you know that's stuff that um they always say but it points to a, a player that wants to be here it points to a club that wants that player to be here obviously Roma will be looking for alternatives they have Coop uh, Myers in sight but and especially that 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 left back position, I think it also is going to drag out because people are going to know that you need a replacement. So nobody's going to give you a discount, um, and nobody's going to give you a player like Alex Telles on 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 loan on a dry loan just because you want it, just because you liked it. Um, they're gonna they're gonna wait for it because they know you need that player. Same as Arsenal, know that Roma are desperate for Shaka because Mourinho likes Shaka. So, all in all, I'd be happy if if those important pieces were to arrive in Portugal for the preseason. I le- I think that that's that's really what it comes down to in two weeks' time, three weeks' time. That's where the money's at. Yeah, definitely. I I just think maybe all things you know, with all things being equal. Um, people just get excited about the transfer market in general. And I, I can understand how sometimes it might be difficult to, to curb your expectations to a certain extent, but this, listen, this isn't even remotely surprising. I can't tell you how many agents, uh, both of Roma players, non Roma players that I talked to who are saying the same thing. Very, very difficult. It's it's no surprise. Everybody is dealing with this. And as you pointed out a few episodes ago, really before the Euro, except for a few exceptions, really the only thing that was happening was for guys who are out of contract. So it's mm-hmm. not as if these clubs are agreeing to deals at a particularly quick pace. Uh, I mean... Right. And in, in Milan are, are splashing cash, but they're splashing cash for Tonali, Tomori, Brahim Diaz, players that... We're already there. So right. it's, it, it, you know, it, it, this is going to take time for a lot of teams. You see these deals, Jaden Sancho to, to Manchester United, Varane to Manchester United, big, big deals that take a lot of time. So I don't think that can be any different for in, in Roma's reality when even 20 million is a lot of money. Right, exactly. because that's that's what it comes down to. One club is is offering fifteen million, the other one is offering twenty million, and you need those extra five, and you don't have them until you sell somebody. Correct, and then of course you also have to deal with the guys, as you point out so aptly on here very often. The guys like Fazio, Pastore. Pastore is grilling. Is grilling season? I was he, about to. That was coming out of my <laughs> mouth next. Did you see? 
this we have to end on this the because this is this the big. <laughs> if you want a metaphor for what Javier Pastore has meant to Roma, what happened? The post that he published after Mourinho released his list of preseason call-ups. I mean, the, Andy, the only thing missing yeah. from that photo were, two, <laughs> were him holding up both of his middle fingers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Uh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So for anybody who missed it, uh, Mourinho, he excludes Pastore from his preseason call-up list. How quickly after did he post that? Minutes? It was within the hour, if I'm not mistaken. It is within the hour, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Within the hour, Javier Pastore, he publishes a photo of himself shirt off outside grilling meat, smiling like there isn't a care in the world. And I have to tell you... There shouldn't be because he's the second highest paid player at Roma still at this very moment, <sighs> and they're paying him to stay away. If I could RKO somebody, um, I have never wanted there to exist a technology where I could crawl through the phone and just <laughs> RKO somebody from the top rope because that guy, as much as it annoys, like as much as it annoys you and me and everybody else, I have to admire like the balls. This guy is—he's yeah. no yeah. longer hiding the fact that he's. He's basically a leech at this moment. Yeah, that's, I mean, and and it has to, the the thought, like, imagine actively working at Roma, knowing that you're just, it just pouring money down the drain on these guys. I mean, guys like Juan Jesus, and uh, they they got through their contract till the very end by by every single cent. And, and Pastore, I get it. You know, you... You've probably he's probably spent more minutes injured, out injured than on the field in his whole career. That's so that's for a sure. terrible, sad reality for a footballer. But man, he makes four point five million. He's the second highest paid player. He came on here with all kinds of accolades. Couldn't stay fit, but at least, man, show some show some pride because when when that team is training and you're posting videos of yourself grilling a piece of meat. Or when your new manager excludes you from your from the squad list, and your reaction is to just make it public that you just don't give a fuck, and and when Roma are are playing their first preseason friendly, you're in France talking to your friends in PSG. Um, by the way, I get it that he was there for Verratti's wedding, but right. still, you know, it's just it doesn't look too good. And it, it, today, I you know, we we saw what what his agent. Uh, not his agent, sorry, the president of his oh, boy, boy club said where... How many you know, of these interviews is he or the, the <laughs> guys, is going yeah. to give? They, they they do this once a month. Every, they talk yeah. about, oh, well, uh, he will come eventually. It's just not the right time. Yeah, it's like they're his mouthpiece. And, and it's it's pretty sad to see somebody that just... This, it, it seems like there isn't much pride there. Like, I don't know. I would feel terrible if I was just wasting away Yes, making a lot of money, but man, like, uh, isn't that isn't his calling to be a footballer? Isn't you you at at least you'd feel guilty um, to not be there for the team, and it's just have some pride, move on. Everybody knows it's over, and there's just no use sitting around and grilling. I, I, I that's the thing you get with Roma. Rome is such a perfect location that obviously you get these guys that few teams with obviously with Roma's non-winning status can can get 
because but they come here and they find the lifestyle that they always wanted. I mean, imagine a Rui Patricio coming from Wolverhampton to Rome, uh, or 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 even young Cengiz Under from Besakshir to to Rome. Like, what's the Imagine the absolute clash, the the full immersion in the Roman reality of things, um, and I can assure you, you'll get comfortable pretty quick. And it's 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 unfortunate to see a, a talented footballer like Javier Pastore really not have the drive to get out of the slump that he's gotten himself in. You know, he he was out with an injury, now he's back. He should be looking actively for somebody, for right. whatever solution. Doesn't matter if it's uh, he. He'd be lucky to play in the MLS. That's he'd be lucky ah. to play with any club willing to pay him. I, I, I mean, this isn't. This is a guy. I, I'm afraid to even look it up. How many matches do you think he's played at Roma? Thirty-three. I, I wrote an article. Thirty-three. I counted. Yeah, thirty-three oh over three years. Yeah. No. I, and you know what is the most, I, I guess the most interesting or unfair part in all of this is when the, the few moments, of course, that he was healthy. Do you remember that match against Atalanta? I, I, I will never forget that because we recorded immediately after. Yes, Roma, they shipped a 3-0 to zero lead in that game. But I still remember the magic the that Pastore yeah. Yeah. pulled out of his backside and then there were other moments too, like that pass um, against, Udine against Udinese. Yes, Udinese. exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the 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 discouraging thing is there is a player in there. There it's is, just... yeah. And he, even listen, even in the five 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 league appearances in the final months of Roma's campaign last season, uh, he made those five appearances. They were all eight ten minutes long. But some of the stuff that he does is still exciting. So there is still something there. He's still that player that when given the chance, he really has it in him. It's just natural. It comes naturally to him. If I if I were him, that'd be just wasting away, no? Isn't that, isn't that a terrible feeling? Remember, this is a quote for all my movie fans from a Bronx tale. What does Robert De Niro tell his son? The, 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 the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. That's the thing he keep keeps telling his son, and and that's the thing that somebody should tell Pastora right now because he's got it. He's overcame. He's overcome a difficult injury, but now it's time to play, and you're not gonna play at Roma. Oh, it's so depressing. But hopefully, Tiago Pinto, Mourinho, they end this uh, the, this extended holiday that the previous regime felt uh, felt so adamant on giving some players who we all knew beforehand were just awful like even even when sabatini purchased Juan jesus like day one i thought wow he sucks why are we doing this and you add the the thing about Juan jesus is not even necessarily the fee they paid it's not even necessarily the length of the contract it's the wages it's the wages that they just it's you know roma over the past years before friedkin uh, of course, we will give them time. They were like one of the best charitable organizations in the world, Andy. C can you think of another club that pays people these level of wages to not play? To not play. To not play. It's, it, it, it still boggles my mind at times. Yeah. yeah it's it's unbelievable. And, and that's 
that's where you drive yourself. Do you to the point where Roma? Uh, there was a moment where Roma really depended on whether Juan Jesus and Fazio, both players who make what two point two two point five million, so more than uh, the majority of Atalanta starters, Atalanta. You know, the team that consistently ends up in the Champions League over recent years. These guys who've been warming up the bench for the past three years, they make more money than their starters. And that's that's why then when Roma have to rely on these guys to accept destinations such as Genoa, Parma, teams that don't really have that much money to splash, these guys say, oh, you know what? No, thank you. I prefer to eat my carne asada and, and drink my mate in Rome with the beautiful view. I don't care. Um, and that's that. That's really a sad reality. You have to wonder those decisions made um, in Palota's last years, um, with obviously the contribution of of, of Ramon Monchi. We are still suffering because of it. And a guy like Tiago Pinto finds himself what three years later uh, after Monchi with his hands tied on a deal that would see uh, Granit Xhaka come to Rome um, because he cannot offload guys like Olsen or Pastore. That's that's the reality of the situation. Absolutely. Um, okay, we will be back in a few days. Um, hopefully, well, no, not hopefully, but I don't anticipate anything happening with the market until then. Just be patient. We will, uh, of course, react to anything that does happen. But just again... Temper your expectations a little bit. Uh, we will see some people arrive. It's just going to take some time. Uh, okay. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And we will chat again soon. Ciao. Ciao. an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 